The Young Adventurer When we last left the young adventurer, he had arrived at a portcullis, where he remembered something that a prisoner had told him. Do you remember what it was? Which lever? I did it, though. I know you did it, but which lever was it? I don't know. I think it was the right one. <laughs> the right lever. There was a deep rumbling noise as the portcullis raised into the ceiling, and he walked forward to the next junction. He could turn east or west. Which would you like to do? Hmm. East. You cautiously crept along the hallway, and after a short time, it turned to the north. At the corner was a wooden bench with a sign that said, Rest ye here, weary traveler. You may stop to eat some provisions, if you would like, and regain your health. Or you may continue. I want to regain some health mm -hmm. that I barely even lost. Well, you're down eight, so two rations brings you back to full. So back to 24 hit points, and then you continue north. You arrive at another junction in the passageway. You may turn west or east. Back to east. After a few meters, you reach a three-way junction. You may either go northwards or continue east. Continue the passage ends at a sturdy wooden door. Would you like to open it or go back and try a different route? Open it. Open the door. the mean one. Mr. Grinch. <laughs> the door opens and you enter a small room. Your eyes widen as you look around to see the walls are covered in ornate stone. Mosaics and marble give the room a kind of beauty you've never seen. Whoa. In a corner of the room is a large metal statue of a one-eyed creature. In its single eye is a sparkling jewel. As there appears to be no other ways through the room, you will have to go back to the junction. However, the large jewel is very tempting. Will you leave the jewel alone and go back to the junction, or will you try to take the jewel with you? I'll leave it alone because usually if you take something that's in a spot like that, You'll usually fall through a floor or something. Yeah. I just showed him the picture of the monster. That uh, looks gross. The monster, the statue. Yeah, I feel like it would probably come alive and kill you with something in this guy. So you go back to the junction? Mm-hmm. You arrive at the junction. This time you turn to the north. Northbound, heading northbound. The passage ends ahead at a sturdy door. You listen but hear nothing. You try the handle and it turns. As you look around, you hear a loud cry from behind you and swing around to see a wild man leaping towards you wielding a large battle axe. It is a mad barbarian and you must fight. Okay. Let's see. I wonder what he's gonna roll, zero? <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. Your skill of 12 means usually you're gonna win, but you could always roll badly. Uh, okay, go ahead. You fail, you'll get hurt on uh, double one. <laughs> the barbarian swings. It must have been the surprise attack. Ooh, that's pretty good. 18. Uh, now, you're going to get him with a six. That's a fact. Yeah, look what it was. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh, yeah, he can't hurt you, but you could. You could. Yeah, I think even on a tie, you win, so yeah. You've killed the barbarian. It was can a quick I, death. Can I take his rations? 
It'll tell us if there's anything you can take. The door in the north wall opposite, through which you may escape during the battle if you want to run, which you didn't. If you defeat him, you continue on your journey. He had nothing that would let you take, but you continue on. You kill the barbarian. You search the room, and it reveals nothing of value, although there is an ornate wooden, or not ornate, an old wooden box in the corner that contains a mallet and five short stumps of wood sharpened at one end. You may take these if you wish and leave to the north. So can you rename them? It's a hammer and stakes. I may need them. You may. So I'm gonna take them. Yep. Put my sword in the back and just carry that mallet. The door opens into a short corridor which ends several meters ahead at another door. Similar to the one you've just come through. You listen and hear nothing and try the handle and it turns leading you into another room of similar size. But this room is splendidly decorated, with a polished marble floor and rough walls painted white. On each of the walls hangs a painting. There is another door to the north. You can either go straight through the room, or you may stop to admire the paintings. I'm going to show them a picture of the room. I'd rather go straight through. Those paintings are gross. (laughs) You open the door into a narrow passage and follow it to the north. Some meters ahead, it turns east, then to the north again. However, at this second turn, there is a small alcove in the rock. It seems a convenient hiding place, and a large rock forms a comfortable seat. You can stop here to eat provisions if you wish before continuing. I want to eat provisions. This passageway ends in yet another wooden door. This time it is a small one with a carved handle of bone. You listen and hear nothing from inside. You try the handle, and it opens into a pear-shaped room with a rough stone floor, making walking across it somewhat awkward. In one corner of the room is a pile of rubble, stones, and dust. But there are also two oddly-shaped pieces of wood and a length of rope. A door in the north wall leads on. Will you examine the wood, study the rope, or leave through the door. I shall study an exam. <clears throat> we'll examine the bits of rope first. Both pieces of wood are Y-shaped and smooth, as if washed up from a river. You may put these in your pack. My guess is that you have to put them in your pack, so I'm gonna take them. <laughs> you may leave or examine the rope, which you said you wanted to examine the rope, so. You pick up the rope. It looks normal. In fact, it looks as if it might be useful. You open your pack to put it in, but suddenly it comes alive in your fingers. A snake winds up your arm and attempts to wrap itself around your neck. You struggle to cut the rope with your sword before it tightens its grip. Test your luck. How much do I need? Uh, You need an eight or less. Just eight on the money. On the money, dog. You are lucky and cut the rope and it drops to the ground. Um, Can I slice it up into pieces that just way to make sure? Can I cut it up into pieces? I I don't want to. I want to take. I don't want to take chances. We can say that you cut it into pieces. You leave through the north. The passage ahead leads that way. The rocky floor becomes sandy until eventually. You are walking on a coarse sand. 
You notice the passageway widens ahead and you hear a flowing river. You continue until you find yourself in a large cabin through which a river flows from the east to the west. Oh, I thought there was going to be quicksand trap. You are on the south bank of an underground river facing across. There appears to be four ways of crossing the river. To your left is a rusty bell with a sign that says ferry service. Two gold pieces ring the bell. There is a small raft in front of you on the bank with a stick resting beside it that you could try to punt yourself across the river. There is a rickety old bridge crossing on the right. If you do not trust any of these, you could of course attempt to swim. Which will you choose? How much gold pieces do I have? One. I think I want to swim. You want to swim? Wait, can I just walk? Well, you can either push yourself across on a raft Cross a rickety old bridge or swim. Oh, wait. Can I just take the rickety old bridge? You can try the rickety old bridge, yes. I'm going to try it. The timbers of the bridge are rotting and decayed from years of neglect. A plank snaps under you. Roll a die. On a six, you fall into the river. A one, you have regained your footing. In the middle of the river, the bridge swings to and fro as it strains to hold your weight. The handrail comes away as you lean on it and falls. Roll a die. On a six, you fall into the river. On a one through five, you hold. A two. The bridge is slippery from the splashings of the water. At one point, you slip on a tuft of wet moss covering the timbers. You must again roll a dice and on a six, plunge into the water below. A four. You manage to hold on and reach the north side of the river. You are on the other side. Facing north, the rock is smooth and glistening with moisture. Moss of many different colors grows on the surface, and there is an eerie silence punctuated only by the splashings of the river as it flows behind you. You have three choices. There is a passage to the northwest. Never eat soggy waffles. A large door is directly in front of you in the middle of the rock. Passage runs out along the east of the river, and you may follow it along the riverbank. So do you want to go northwest down the passage, north through the door, or east down another passage? I want to go down the river. You want to follow the river? The passage runs east. Ahead of you, you see a solid-looking door blocking the passage. You step up and investigate it. A sign above the door reads, Boathouse. The door is firmly locked, but there is a small barred window that allows you to look inside. You see a number of skeleton men building a boat. They move in jerky, rather insect-like fashion. If you have a key labeled Boathouse, you may use it. I don't. You may try to break down the door, or you may return to the riverbank and choose a different route. Do I have a key? Well, you have a key, but I don't think it's for the Boathouse. Does it say anything? No, we didn't write down anything about Boaz. You just found a key at some point. You want to knock down the door? Sure. There is no way you are going to charge the door down as it is 12 centimeters of solid oak. You bruise your arm and lose one point of skill. Ooh. You may actually lose fights losing skill. You can get through the door if you have the boathouse key. Otherwise, you will have to return and go a different way. Mm. So you have to go a different way, so. I wish that key had an actual label on it. That we <laughs> found. 
You return to the riverbank, and this time decide to try the door in the middle of the rock. You find yourself in a short, narrow passageway, a door to the north. You try this door. The door squeaks open on rusty hinges. The room is dark, and your eyes begin to adjust. Just as the door closes behind you, you hear a huffing shuffling in the room. But before you can react, a blow to your head knocks you senseless. You lose two health. Really? Man, what was that, a dragon? I think a dragon would have ate you. You wake with a throbbing headache and look around the room. It is eight meters square with a door to the north and the south. You've been dumped in the corner. Standing motionless in the center of the room are four men. They appear to be men, at least. Their skin is green-gray. Their clothes are tattered and torn. They are all staring vacantly at the ceiling. One carries a club, one a scythe, one an axe, and one a pick. They ignore you completely. Around the room are various peasant-style weapons. Pitchforks, axes, pointed sticks, one or two shields, and several barrels. In the northeast corner is a human corpse with a sword in one hand and a shield in the other. You move your hand to your head to feel for blood and are relieved to find that you are not bleeding. But as your hand moves, the strange creatures in the center of the room turn their eyes towards you. You may attempt to talk to them, jump to your feet and attack them with your sword, or scramble to exit through the south door. Talk with them! You try to talk to them, okay? Their vocabulary is limited to a series of moans and groans. They appear not to be intelligent at all, and furthermore, your conversation merely serves to attract their attention. They grip their weapons and look as though you will have to fight them. However, there is a slim chance you can make it to the door you came in through. If you want to run for the door, you may, or you may battle. Battling? Okie dokie, pokey. They're not gonna win. <laughs> I'm gonna stab one of them. Battle! The four creatures shuffling towards you are mindless zombies. Their vacant eyes suggest that their actions are controlled by a will that is not their own. You're too dizzy to think properly, but must act quickly. What's quickly mean? But must act quickly. Oh. The first zombie reaches for you and prepares to swing his club. You must fight. Well, so you're gonna roll one? You have four zombies to fight through. Alright, if you defeat the first zombie, you get two luck points, though. Ugh, you're gonna wound him on that. Nine, nine, ten, eleven. Yeah, he can't wound you. But you can still roll under him. Well, no, you can't, I guess. So you wound a zombie. That's what happens there. <laughs> so I don't even have to roll? No. <laughs> He's gonna die. Oh, here we go. That could hurt you. What do I have to do? Um, two, three, four could hurt you. Oh. Oh, that's a big wound up there. <laughs> This might be the zombie's last attack. <gasps> a good roll. It's a 16. So a 2, 3, 4, or 5, and the zombie hurts you. Scared. <gasps> roll a 1. Oh, you've killed the first zombie, which means you get two luck points. But you still have to fight the other three zombies. Oh, no, I'm screwed. Uh, He's dead. <laughs> the poor wretches lie dead at your feet almost look happy to be relieved of the burden of life but as you look at them you sense that they are not that you are not the only one who knows of their death looking around the room you may investigate the weapons lying about investigate the dead body in the corner 
or check the barrels. I'm gonna investigate the weapons because never check the barrels. There's someone watching in there. That's why you want to go third first. You find nothing remarkable about the weapons. In fact, not a single one looks more useful to you than your sword. As you search the debris, you hear a deep thumping from the north, followed by a scream that sends a shiver down your spine. You rush to the door to investigate. The door opens and you find yourself in a crypt. The room is large. At one end, an altar and various coffins are strewn about. There is a door behind you in the wall that you just came through, and one in the west. If you want to investigate the room more, you may. If it gives you the creeps, you may leave through the west door. I don't care, I'm gonna investigate it. Those just look like pillars. Yeah, there's a picture to go along with this Those one. Those coffins look like pillars. The silence is deathly. A slow drip startles you as you creep around the coffins. The altar is ornately carved and studded with jewels. Beautiful drapes hang from the walls, and though they are threadbare, there are three coffins. A creaking noise makes you whirl around, and your light from your lantern falls on the largest coffin. It is opening. As you watch, a tall man with a white face sits upright. His eyes open and fall on you. His expression changes from tranquility to hatred. His mouth opens and a terrifying hiss comes from him. His teeth are wolf-like, and he beckons you to come over to him. Do you approach as he asks? Draw your sword to fight. Reach into your bag for another means of attack. Or run for the door. <gasps> I'm going to need to get that steak. So you reach into your bag for another means of attack? Kill the vampire. I knew it. The creature you are facing is a vampire. You have various lines of attack. Your sword will do little real damage. A crucifix will hold him at bay and not kill him. If you have these, may you use it to get through the door. If you are determined to kill the vampire, you must overpower it and drive a wooden stake through his heart. If you have the wooden stake and wish to try that, you may. I want to try it. I knew I would need that wooden stake stuff. Yeah! Using your wooden stake and mallet, you make a makeshift cross and move towards the vampire, backing it into a corner. It hisses and snatches at you, but cannot come near you. However, it is going to be tricky to get the stake through his heart. As you advance, you stumble and fall forward. As luck would have it, the stake flies forward and plunges into the shrieking creature. Test your luck. You need to roll a nine or less. I hope you roll high. <laughs> Oh, you failed. Nope, nope, nope. Yep, yep, yep. Nope. No, I should have another steak, though. You should. Well, let's read and find out what happens. You are unlucky. The vampire is merely grazed by the wound. It loses three points of health, and it flings you backwards across the room to the door. You may escape through the door. Continue fighting. I want to continue fighting. You're going to continue fighting? Yeah, sorry. There was another sentence, but it doesn't apply. To keep on fighting... The creature catches your eye with its gaze, and you find yourself unable to control your own actions. It beckons you forward, and you move slowly towards it with your mouth agape. It tells you to throw down your new stake. As you look at the stake, you feel a surge of power return to your will, and you fling the stake at him at close range. Test your luck. You need an eight or less. Oh, God. <laughs> Roll it. <laughs> But don't I have stamina? 
that I can make it go even harder at I don't, him and I don't like know. better. I have 24 stamina. Well, well, yeah, you have a lot of health, but roll a die and see what happens. The stake narrowly misses the vampire's head. You pick up the creature's gaze again, and he beckons you toward him once more. Your will has gone. As you approach, he rises from his coffin, spreads his cloak, and takes you under it. Your last living memory is a flash of pain as his sharp teeth sink into your neck. You should never have made eye contact with a vampire. You never told me that I didn't have to make eye contact. <laughs> you don't get a choice. Your adventure has ended. No, it hasn't. You've been killed by a vampire. Why don't we just restart that? You want to restart it? I want to restart that vampire scene that I don't have to do now. Well, how about... I'll tell you what. That way we can make it go longer. <laughs> to continue the book... Uh, we'll mark down that Louis has lost a point for a death. <laughs> and what we'll do is we'll just say that on that last one, instead of continuing to fight, you ran through the door. You find yourself in a narrow east-west passage. Looking west, you see a crossroads and go to it. Standing at these crossroads, you may either go north, west, or south. Which way do you want to go? Nowhere. You have to go somewhere. I can't... What time is it in that book? Don't I need to sleep? No, you are never resting. Does that mean I'm undying? Um, sort of. North, south, or west. North. So, I think the important lesson we learn here is even if you roll amazing and have a high skill, there are still some things in the book that will just kill you. You follow the passageway which leads ahead to the north. After several meters, it bends sharply to the east. You continue eastward until you eventually come to a narrow opening in the north wall. You may either go through this opening or continue to the east. I want to go east. I knew I should just stick to the right as in the east. You continue along the passage to the east. After 30 meters, it turns to the south. Following it around the bend, you eventually come to a large armored door. You may try to open the door. Or return the way you went. Can I try to lockpick it instead of hurting myself? Would you like to open the door? The large solid door has no handle. You attempt to knock it open, but to no avail, it does not budge. You decide to give up and return the way you came, going through the opening you passed. So apparently you went north anyway. I'm telling you, north really wants me to die. You climb through the opening and find yourself at the top of a narrow staircase leading down. You cautiously descend the stairs. The narrow staircase is cut into the rock, and there are about 20 steps. At the bottom of the passageway, you find yourself in a large open chamber. It stinks of putrefying flesh. The smell is so bad you are tempted to turn back. There are three bodies in the chamber. You may either search the bodies or tiptoe quietly through the room. Would you like to search the first, second, or third? The first? You find five gold pieces in the pockets on the corpse. You may either search the second body, the third body, or leave the room to the north. The third body? Totally totally not trying to skip the second. (laughs) As you search the body, you try to avoid looking at its face. Gray and decomposing maggots crawl out of its nose and mouth. You jump backwards as its eyes flick open, just in time to avoid a vicious slash 
from its sharp fingernails. It springs to its feet and with a sadistic leer, attacks you. Apparently the third one was the body, or the zombie, I guess. You knew there was gonna be a zombie. The creature standing before you is a ghoul. His eyes quickly dart from side to side and his tongue flashes out along with his hissing. His teeth and nails are sharp and he does not seem to be afraid of your weapon. He has the ability to paralyze you. If he scores four hits during the battle, beware. So yeah, go ahead and attack. He has a pretty good skill. You're still better than him, but he might. Uh, eight and eight, that's 16. Well, that's a hit. So he hits you once. Uh, he's slashing at you with his long fingernails. 16 again. <laughs> Go ahead. The ghoul twitches and dies at your feet. You search its body and find little interest, except for a couple of earrings worth a gold piece. You pocket. If you haven't already searched the first body, you may. You may also stop and eat some provisions. You also add two luck points for killing the ghoul. Guys, can I search the second body? Apparently not. Doesn't give you the choice. Apparently that must have been a death one. Um, you are at 18 health. Would you like to stop and eat provisions? Yeah, because I've been hit like 20 times. Alright, you eat two provisions and are back at... Uh, you've eaten your provisions. Now you may either press on northwards or search the second body. Search the second! <laughs> you search the pockets of the other body and find eight gold pieces. Woohoo! I'm rich! You also find a bottle of liquid and an old piece of paper. Would you like to read the parchment or test the liquid? I would like to read the parchment before I test the poison. <laughs> before you test the poison? You don't know it's poison. It has to be poison. Yeah, well. The parchment is well worn and almost illegible. It is a map of sorts. It says the maze of Zagor. You can make very little sense of it, although a room to the north is marked G-E-R. And another to the east is marked S-M-P-L-E. There are letters missing in these words. You fold up the map and put it into the pocket. If you have not yet tasted the liquid, you may, or you may continue north. I want to continue north because I'm already at full health. Okay, you don't want to try the potion? Okay. You leave the chamber, walk down a short passage, and reach stairs that lead up. You arrive in the top of a passageway. At the top of the stairs, the passage turns sharply to the east. You pause to get your bearings and hear a creaking in the rock behind you. You spin around in time to see a heavy portcullis drop and seal off the stairway behind you. Your only way now is forward. You may either press onward or check the walls for secret passages. I want to check the walls for secret passages, that way I don't die in the passage. You find no secret passage. What? However, your exploration has attracted a creature, and as you listen, you hear something coming down the corridor towards you. Your tappings and scrapings at the rock and your search for secret doors resounds through the dungeon. Various creatures roam freely through the underworld, and your noises have attracted one, a giant rat. So you must fight the giant rat. You are in the east-west corridor after having defeated it. You will turn a corner northwards. You may go west or north, apparently. North. You are at the south end of a long north-south corridor. Looking north, you see a passage off the east wall. Do you want to continue upward the passage, check for secret passages as you go north, or go s south? I want to check for passages while I go north, man. Okay. 
As you try the walls up and down the passageway, a door opens on the west. <gasps> Is it death? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. You are standing in a north-south passage. To the north, you see a passage off to the east. To investigate the passage, turn to this page. To the south, the passage turns west. You may go to the southern end of the passage. And the west wall in front of you is the secret door. If you would like to go through this, you may. So I found a secret door, right? Yep, you found a secret door. Do you want to go through it or continue north? Yes, I want to go through it. You stand in a narrow corridor. Behind you is a secret door that you found. <laughs> Ahead of you is a crossroads. Would you like to go to the crossroads? What's a crossroads? It's a north, south, east, west. Sure. You stand at the crossroads. Would you like to go north, south, east, or west? You came from the east. So would you like to go north, south, or west? I want to go west. West? Because that's the end of never eat soggy waffles. Waffles. The passageway ends in front of you in a dead end. Would you like to search for secret passages or return to the crossroads? I want to search for secret passages. You find no secret passages. But as you press against the wall, you hear a click. You feel dizzy and slump to the ground. Oh, no. When you come to, you do not recognize your surroundings. <laughs> Don't tell me I got sleep darted. I think that's probably sort of exactly what happened, except I think you got sleep spelled. You are standing at a bend in the passage. You may go east or west, so it teleported you somewhere. Ooh, finally magic. Wait, so that was a secret passage. Well, sort of. It just teleports. That way you don't have to walk through something dangerous. You may go east or west. I want to go west. Oh, I'm sorry. You may also check for secret passageways. I want to check for secret passageways. To the west. So you wanted to go west, you check for passageways on the route. There are no signs of secret passages, but you hear footsteps coming towards you. To find out what is coming, turn the page and you must fight the creature. Roll a dice to see what you must fight. A five. It is a skeleton warrior. <coughs> that scared me for a second when you said warrior. I was like, oh. Uh, 13. Snake eyes. Oh, so it hurt you. Wow. Wait, I didn't even get to roll it? Oh yeah, roll. I rolled an eight. What did you roll? I thought you rolled. Eight, same. You're higher. Nine, go ahead. Alright, that was a weak skeleton. You've killed him. That was one weak skelly. Yeah, well it wasn't amazing, that's for sure. I need you to fight a troll at some point. Why? Because <laughs> yeah, it's the only thing that has a chance of killing you other than that vampire. I want to die. Alright, you may either go back the way you came or continue west. I would love to continue. It's really the only choice west. that you could make. It's reasonable. So you've defeated the goblin and continue west. You come to another crossroads. To the west, the passageway goes on a few meters before turning north. To the north, the passageway ends at a door. To the east, it goes back the way you came. And eventually turns south. Uh, looking south, the passage goes on as far as you can see. Which would you like to go? No, I'd like to go to the one that had a big door. Okay. 
You want to go to the door? To the north, the passageway ends at a door. You are standing outside the door. To go through the door. Would you like to go through the door? Yes. You have entered a large square room. Broken pottery lies all about. One large clay vase is untouched, full of clear liquid. A large bowl full of gold coins sits near. As you enter the room, the door slams behind you. You swing around and face a strange-looking creature. Half bull, half man. Oh, no, I'm fighting it, aren't I? He is glaring at you. He stalks towards you, lowers his head, horns pointing at your chest, and charges. You must fight him. He is a minotaur. Oh, that seems And he's actually almost as strong as you are. If you survive three rounds, you may escape. You basically work your way back around to the door. His first attack. Nine plus is 17, so two through six. You're good. You damage the Minotaur. If you would like, you can spend luck to increase the damage. No. No? Okay. No. Next round. Oh, he rolled really poorly. You're going to hurt him again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Next round. Uh, nine, four. All right, on a two or a three, he could hit you. Oh, that's a good roll. It's a 9, it's an 18. So on a 2 through 7, he could hurt you. Hey, he hurt you. Watch you, me get boxed. I'll roll. say you need to roll. Yeah, no. <laughs> Alright. You have survived three rounds. You've swung yourself back around to the door. If you want, you may escape. Or you may continue to fight the Minotaur. I just want to run away. Alright. You go south because it's the only option once you exit the Minotaur's door. Or go back in and fight the Minotaur. <laughs> Uh, you stand at the crossroads, which you were at a little bit ago. Would you like to go west or south? You came from the east. Go south. Go south? You follow a long, narrow passageway, which goes south, then east, then south again. You eventually find yourself at a crossroads. Now, Lewis? Yeah? I'm going to do something that the book doesn't say here for the sake of the fact that I'm helping Louis with his map. You have found a crossroads. You've been here before. Oh. So if we look at our map. Now, where was the Minotaur? You were here earlier, okay? Okay. And when you came over here is when you got teleported. Looking in the wall. And it teleported you up here. You came around, found a Minotaur, and now you've come back down here. So you can go south. We know west is a dead end. It's a teleporter. How about... Did I, or you can did come, I come this way? That's where you start. Or you can come back oh, this way so and I go have to north. Go this way. Well, you could also come this way and go up. You want to go south? Yeah. Works for me. You set off south along the cobbled passageway. It swings west, then south, then west again, until you find yourself at a three-way joint. Would you like to go west or east? I would like to go west. What happens if I just accidentally fall out of the map? Is that possible? Nope. It's the west, eh? The passageway goes west, then south. Finally, you stop at a dead end. You may go back the way you came and head east, or investigate the dead end for a secret passage. I'm gonna investigate for a secret. Okay. Secret passage is time. You poke around looking for signs of secret doors, but find none. You pause to ponder your situation, and a small jet of gas hisses from the ceiling. You cough and choke, but collapse to your knees, and your head spins while you drop unconscious in a heap. 
When you come to, you look around and are in an unfamiliar place. You've been teleported again, basically. Oh my gosh! Stop with the teleportation! You find yourself in a north-south corridor. Mm. To the north, the passage turns east some meters ahead. To the south, the passage also turns east. Do you want to go north or south? Go south for once. Why? Stop being mean to me, games. Let's see if we can find something familiar. You find yourself at a door blocking the east end of an east-west passage. To go through the door, turn to 329. Looking westwards, the passage turns to the north. To go this way, you may turn to 4. Gotcha. Is it at a big metal door? No, it's just I was reading poorly. Uh, you ended a door, so you can either go back the way you came or try to go through the door. I'm going to try to go through the door. Forever. Okay. You go through the door. Uh, on the other side, you find yourself in a crossroads, basically. Opposite the door is a passage going east. To the north, you can see a door some meters ahead. To the south, you can see a junction. I'm trying to compare it to his map and see if anything is familiar here. Doesn't look like it, so... So, do you want to go north, south, or east? North! North is a door. Uh. A junction. To the north is a door. A north-south corridor looking northwards. Do you want to go north or south? North, 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 north. Do you want to check for passages while you go north, or just go north? I'll check for passages. Sure. I feel like checking for passages is going to bring more monsters to you. As you try the walls up the passageway, a door opens on the west wall. Turn to 177. And it's a monster. I found where you are. You just came from right here. So those connect. So you have ended up right back here. So this is where you started the dungeon. You came up here. This teleported you up here to the Minotaur. This way eventually teleported you back over here, or right there. And so now you're right here again. So look, you can go north or go back to this crossroads. I'm gonna go north because that's like the only way I've never been. <laughs> you stand at a T-junction where a passage comes to the east from a north-south corridor. You wanna go north south the way you came or go east north you come to a bend in the passage where you may either go west or south so you've hit a corner I'm so you hit west west you stand at a crossroads to the west is a passage that goes on and then turns north to the north ends at a door I wanna. all right let me show you your map again you've come up this way here's the minotaur so you know that this is the way you came this is down that direction. This is the only way you haven't gone up here. I want to go that way. Then. Go that way. You little dogs. You've come to a bend. Do you? You can go north to a dead end or investigate for secret passages. Uh, I actually, I'm just gonna go north this time because I'm gonna die if I check. The north passage ends at a dead end. Would you like to turn back or investigate the passage for a? Secret passage. Have to investigate this. So 171. 171's gonna <laughs> almost certainly gonna knock you unconscious again. You find no secret passages. You hear a click, feel dizzy, slump to the ground. You are in unfamiliar surroundings. Turn to 267. Well, we know where 267 is now because we've mapped out so much of the dungeon. Uh, so 267 is here. It's this thing again. Oh my I guess I'm gonna go back up there. So you're gonna go north? No, I can I can we just skip that and just well, 
through the magic of editing, uh, Louie and I became very confused in our little maze, and so we had to sit and re-examine all of the ways we've gone to figure out where in the hell we're going. But we figured it out. We stand in the middle of a corridor to the north and south. There is a door in the west wall. Opposite the door is a passage going to the east. To the north, you see another door. To the south, you can go back the way you've just come from. Do you want to investigate the door to the north, the west, or would you like to go to the east? <laughs> east. The passage runs for several meters, turning north. You walk along the ways, secret <laughs> passages as you go, or continue walking. Want to examine the walls, yeah, yeah, yeah. Examine the walls, yeah, yeah. You find no secret passages. You arrive at a crossroads. You can go north, south, the way you came, east or west. West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You travel westward for several spaces. Then the passage turns north. Some way up, you reach another junction. Good grief. You may go south, the way you came, or west, or north. Or north. To the north, the passage ends shortly in a dead end. So you can go north to the dead end, or west. I want to go to the dead end. You feel around the rock face at the end of the passage. A rock comes free and reveals a small knob with a handle. Will you push it or pull it? Can't believe there's a difference in this, but do you want to push or pull on the secret handle? <laughs> I'm going to try both. All right, well, let's do push it first. As you push the knob, a small stone doorway slides open. You can either ignore it and go back, or you can climb through. You must make your quick decision quickly. The door shuts in an accord of a minute. I want to go through, man. All right, you climb through quickly. 373. You are at the south end of a north-south passage. You go northwards. You reach a crossroads. <laughs> you don't get a choice in that matter. Because otherwise you're just going back into that door you just came through. You are at a crossroads. You may go north, south, East or west? I want to go north. The passageway ahead runs northward for some time. You may rest and eat some provisions along your way if you wish. You're at 20, so if you want to eat one provision, you'd be back at full. Sure. It then bends to the west and begins to get quite narrow. You reach a small rocky arch, which you will have to stoop to get through. On the other side of the arch, you pause to look around. You are in a large cavern which disappears into distant blackness. The cavern is partially lit by natural light streaming through a hole in the roof. You do not see a way through. As you shine your lantern around the cavern, you hear a rumble. A dull glow flickers in the blackness, and suddenly a jet of fire shoots from the depths of the cavern, narrowly missing you, and singeing the moss on the wall. You throw yourself to the ground and look up, to see a dragon stalking out of the darkness. I knew a dragon would be here. Smoke curls from its nostrils, its scaly red skin glistening. The beast is 15 meters long. How do you choose to attack the creature? Do you draw your sword, or do you search your memory for another means of attack? I don't see how a sword will get up that high, so I'm gonna search. Louie probably doesn't remember from the last time we recorded this, but early early in the dungeon he found a spell book with a spell in it just to fight dragons oh, oh so, this is gonna screw that dragon up so he searches his memory 
Does the name Ferrigio Di Maggio mean anything? Yes. We're gonna be out. I'm gonna cool that dress so bad. I'm gonna burn it. You remember DiMaggio's small leather-bound book. You silently mouth the spell that it contained and shout loudly at the dragon. It stops in its tracks, cocks its head to one side and eyes you suspiciously. You fling a stone at its head and the rock bounces off its nose while the beast lets out an angry, an angry deep roar. The dragon exhales from between its teeth. You can see another fireball building. You prepare yourself, and as the ball of flame comes from its mouth, you cry. Ekiel Arif, Ikam Arif, Arif Arif, Dimaggio. The fireball continues no further. With an agonized scream, the dragon tries to shake the flames from its snout, but the burning continues there. Squealing in agony, the dragon turns its back and leaps into the blackness, flailing its head from side to side. Sad, ain't it? You basically made its fireball stick in its throat. <laughs> oh, that sucks for it. Yeah. Safe for the moment, you investigate the cavern and find a passageway to the west. You may rest and eat provisions if you want, but you don't need to. You may also continue and add three luck points for defeating the dragon. Finally, I got some luck back. Yeah, you have all your luck back. You leave the cavern along a narrow corridor several hundred meters long. It ends at a large wooden door, which is slightly ajar. You ease it open a little further and poke your head around the side to see into the room. You see an old man sitting at a table, playing with a pack of cards. He looks quite harmless, gray-haired, bearded, seated at the table, playing with cards. What will you do? And again, I'm going to remind Louis some things he probably doesn't remember. Early in, before we even started in the dungeon, just in like the the background, you found rumors at the town. Some people said that the sorcerer of the mountain, the warlock, got his power from a special pair of black gloves. Some people said it came from a deck of cards. And others said that they don't know where his power came from. Do you burst through the door, sword drawn, and surprise the old man? knock on the door and enter courteously greeting him or get down on all fours and try to creep into the room unnoticed i want to be courteous to this old man courteous to the old man isn't that what scouts are for that's what scouts are for we're scouts <laughs> the old man looks at you and accepts your greeting he bids you to sit down you take a seat at the table and notice he is glaring at you his stare is almost hypnotic but you realize this and break eye contact he opens his mouth to speak to you in your amazement, instead of an old man's voice, the room resonates with a powerful voice that seems to come from the walls themselves. You glance back at the old man, and he changes before your eyes. He is a height that is imposing. His tattered rags have become robes of velvet and gold, and his black eyes are fixed directly on yours. He has been expecting you. The warlock of Firetop Mountain. I'm showing Louie a picture of the, the big bad guy here. He's ready for battle? He's ready for battle, apparently. This battle will call upon all reserves of your strength and cunning. Your adversary has disappeared. Now, he stands at the far end of the room in front of a door with two locks. How will you approach? Grip your sword firmly in advance. Look through your pack for a different weapon to use or look around the room for another means of attack or defense. I want to look around. Look around the room? 
That way you know you don't run into a crispy wall and die. Test your luck. He's back at full luck, so he couldn't fail if he wanted to. Uh, so he is lucky. You look frantically around the room, but see nothing to aid you. Suddenly, your eyes stop on the pack of cards that he was playing with as you entered. You remember the rumors and the stories of the villagers. The warlock's power comes from a deck of cards, someone told you. The sorcerer sees your interest in them. You both rush for the table, but you get there first. Leave them alone, he screams. You risk my wrath. But you move backwards and set fire to one with your lantern. He cries out wildly and begins to plead with you to leave him alone. Leave the cards alone. But one by one you burn them, and as you do, the warlock diminishes in stature. As the last card burns, he stands facing you, a broken old man. My book, he croaks, and he tries to unlock the door on the far side. You race across to him with your sword drawn and spring. Resolve the battle with the warlock. He's a dead warlock. Yeah, he's probably going to die. Well, he has magic. Or five, he could hurt you. Nope. This could be the last swing right here. Louis is going to win that fight. With the warlock defeated, you know your quest is almost over. You approach the door with two locks. There are no keys around. The key in the backpack, yo, yo, yo. You have a key. Oh. You approach the door. There are no keys around. If you have no keys, you may try to break the door. Although it will do a great cost to your stamina. You're going to have to try and break the door because you only have one key. Can I try to open one lock before I break down, break it down? Uh, I'm going to go with no because it doesn't give us that option. Okay, I guess I'll have to charge it with 24 stamina. You try to break down the door, it will do so at the cost of almost all of your stamina. Reduce your stamina by five. Wow, five hit points for breaking the door down. That you still like have plenty. to my stamina. Turn to 242. The door opens to reveal a small dimly lit room. The walls are hung with ornate curtains laced in silver and gold. A flame burns in the corner, throwing light on a low table in the middle of the floor. On the table is a large chest. You step up to investigate it, and from all around, yet from nowhere, a mysterious sound fills the room. It sounds like rumbling thunderclouds preparing for a storm. You approach the chest and see that it is held shut by three locks. Oh my gosh. As you approach, the noise gets louder. Will you hack at the box with your sword to open it? Or search through your bags to see if you can find keys to fit? Well, we know you don't have the keys. I only have one. Yeah, so you hack at the sword. <laughs> Wait, can I use my sledgehammer that I randomly picked up and never used? It was a mallet, not a sledgehammer. <laughs> Why do I still have it? Anyway, your only choice is to hack at the box with your sword to open it. As you prepare to strike the box, the rumbling sound gets louder. You lift your sword high and prepare to strike, but as your blade comes down on the box, a loud crack deafens you. From one corner of the room, a lightning bolt darts through the air at the sword hilt, sending you reeling across the room. Test your luck. You need to roll anything but a 12. You are lucky. Your sword has shattered and lies on the floor in pieces, but you managed to release your grip before the lightning struck. If you're lucky, you may try to use the keys from your rucksack, which you don't have. If you're unlucky, you ended up dead on the floor from the lightning bolt. Do you know what this means? I'm unlucky, but lucky. You're unable to open the chest. You're unable to continue. 
This is exactly, just for fun, everybody, for those of you who didn't read the blog, this is exactly how I ended this story myself. I got here with two keys, couldn't open the thing, got hit by the lightning bolt, and my assumption is because our way out is blocked by portcullis, we don't have keys and we don't have magic, we eventually die in the dungeon, unsuccessful in our quest. We defeated the warlock of Firetop Mountain, but we did not get his treasure. So, here is where the young adventure ends. Wait, so I just walked back with all the rest of my rations, basically? You can't get out. There's portcullises in the way. You're trapped in. Wait, can I go back to where that dragon was? He doesn't have a key. No, but can I, like, try to use this, like, little sledgehammer thing. It's a break out stone. Build a stairway up to that line. Get out! Louie's trying to figure a way out. Alright, well, we appreciate everybody listening with us as we explored the uh, Firetop Mountain Adventure book from Fighting Fantasy Games. The books are back in print from a couple different companies. I'm not sure which one has it currently. I think it might be Wizard. But I definitely recommend anybody who kind of enjoy this, take a look at these books. It turns out the Fighting Fantasy series shoot they made like 50 books and i've only gotten five at the moment and i'm getting five more for next year so thanks for listening everybody we hope you enjoyed the show bye come on